So you are in New York right now? Uh, in New York, yeah, yeah. I've been here for uh, five and a half years. For that, you know, I moved up here for uh, to start school up at Juilliard. Okay. Uh, that was four years ago. Graduated about a year and a half ago, um, and uh, it's it's been it's been insane. This place is crazy. I mean, I grew up in Texas. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, we we had yeah we had like you know three acres of land and the miniature horses and the ATVs and the mini bikes and the riding lawnmower. And before you know it, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living in the big apple. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> See, I would have, I didn't think anyone in Texas had under 10 acres of land. I grew up on two and a half and I'm from right. St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we actually grew up in a, a part, uh, it was, it was just North of Dallas, a place called Lucas. Okay. Um, it was about uh, probably about 15 minutes away from a lake, and of course, there's you know large parts of Dallas now are are very very suburban. Okay. Um, even more so since I mean I grew up there, um, and you would just watch whole fields just get eaten up with you know housing development. Oh, don't you hate it. that? Don't you feel like you're lo- you're depressing. cutting out a part of your soul? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely depressing. Um, yeah. But you know it's. Uh, the three three acres was was kind of cool to have, and everyone around us had one. And it was it was a really cool way to live. Cool. Nice. Did you always want to be an actor and move to New York? Uh, oh, you know that's such, I, I I I don't know. I just wanted to do something cool. I mean, I I loved movies when I was a kid. I you know more really more than anything. I I think when I was in high school, I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to be a part of a group or, or you know, a part of something. I kind of didn't really fit into uh, to any of the, you know, kind of roving cliques, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's this crazy theater group, and, you know, they all seem to get along, and, you know, it just seemed neat. So I, I, I auditioned for a show, I think, when I was, like, a, a sophomore in high school and got oh, in, okay. and... Um, you know, I'm the kind of person I, I kind of can't just. I don't. I don't just want to do something. I, I kind of want to do it really well. So I, I started reading up on Stanislavski. You know, I, I didn't know how to act, so I, I just figured there's got to be a book out there that, that tells you how to do it. I mean, you know, if someone teaches you how to throw a football. You know, if someone teaches you how to how to skate. There's got to be some kind of book out there or a coach. You know, that'll just teach you how to act well. So I found this book by Stanislavski to the actor. And, um, and, and that was really, it set off a fascination I had with, with acting technique. I think it started in high school. Wow. Okay. And I just became really, really fascinated with, you know, how actors work and, and, you know, how good acting happens. And that, that was something that, you know, that, that became kind of a, an obsession with me, I think when I was in high school. Wow. Okay. How long ago was Comeback Little Sheba? Comeback Little Sheba was exactly a year ago. That was really that was okay. The I got out of school, did an off-Broadway show. I, then I did um, two independent films in a row. Right. Um, and then I did, and then I, I came back and from New Mexico where I was shooting this film, Four Boys, Kevin Anderson and Zoe Kazan. It was great. That was that was a year ago. It was it was um it was it was a really really magical time. I just got word that you were on Law and Order. Yeah, actually, I just shot it a week ago um, okay. for a few days. Um, you know, it's great, great. Oh, God, I'm so excited about this character. I can't even tell you. David I mean, Sherman. Or Derek Sherman. 
Yeah, Derek Sherman. That's right. Where would you get that from? Uh, uh, I just got an email from a gal in Law and Order production office with info on his upcoming guest spot. He just filmed episode Crime Busters character David Sherman. Derek, Derek Sherman. What is yes. it with me? We know everything, Brian. Just get used to it. We got forwarded that from the production office. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think it's going to be a cool thing because that, that's going to air probably like in March. Um, oh, again, we don't have the exact air dates yet. They're actually still filming the episode. I think they wrap on it today or tomorrow. Okay. Um, but I think that's going to be a really cool thing for people to see me do because it's it, he could not be more opposite from Lieutenant Matthew Scott. He's uh, incredibly tortured. Oh, really? <laughs> Very sad character. So fun to play. Okay, great. Well, we'll definitely have to have to take a look at that. I've been reading online, and yeah. I mean, people have have associated you with 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 phrases like. Um, the best talent to come out since when, or um, I, I, or when he hits the big time, I'll remember Brian Smith because I saw Are him when serious? he did this. You know, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, this is—I have not kept it a secret that I think <laughs> that uh, Stargate needs a, a reinfusion of of really good acting, not just not just faces, but like really good actors. So I think it's important that we we get people in who can who can really mop up the floor. Well, I hope the proof is in the pudding. I mean, guys, you know, it's every every project you start, and it doesn't matter if it's. I, I'm serious, and, and I think any actor will will confirm this. It doesn't matter whether you're doing a a McDonald's commercial or an <laughs> off 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 Broadway play or a Broadway play or a TV series. Yeah, I think you start every single project with. Um, just an overwhelming sense, and maybe or maybe this is just me. I don't know, but an overwhelming sense of not fear, but but it's an emotion that's very similar to fear, and and it's it, it feeds you, and it also intimidates you at the same time. I think some of that too is is that is ideas starting to bubble up, and and um, you're starting to become passionate about the character. Mm -hmm. And I think the more you become passionate about the project, the more the anxiety rises because you just, you, you want to meet the level of the potential that's there. At mm -hmm. least, that, at least that you feel or you, or that you, you sense in the character. Yeah. Well, that's gotta be terrifying when you receive a script, you know, to, to have to ask yourself, well, do I have what it takes to service this character to the potential that I, that I see on the script? You know, so yeah. I don't I can't imagine going through something like that. At some point, you just have to have to give it up to whatever power and say, I can do this. That's why they hired me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best way to begin is just to begin, you know, and you show up on set the first day and you shoot a scene. You know, mm -hmm. you, you do a setup, you do your coverage, their coverage. You know, you, you go bit by bit, moment to moment scene by scene, yeah. episode by episode, and it just builds on itself. I mean, that, that's kind of the great thing about about TV and film is that it, it allows you to work in small little chunks. You don't have to present the whole thing, you know, in perfection the first time. It, yeah. You can it, really loosen up, and you can suck for a couple tapes. <laughs> and trust. You know, I mean, ideally you don't want to suck at all, and you hope they don't use those sucky takes. Yeah. in the editing room, but, but you know, you, you got the opportunity to kind of breathe and loosen up a little bit because you, you can, over the course of maybe three takes, you, you can definitely get in a zone mm -hmm. where you're not even thinking about it and, it and something comes out of you, a moment or a look or inflection or a, 
or a movement or something that that you couldn't have planned. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so cool about TV. I bet um, you're really looking forward to that first read through. Then trying to figure out where you're where you're going to find yourself, not just on the page, but in the room. I mean, that's always one of my most one of my favorite moments because um, it's one of the moments where I'm least on myself. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes any sense. It's for the first time you're not dealing with something on a page. You're actually in a room with other human beings, and yeah. you're starting to see what they look like, and you're starting to see, now, and I'm talking to the character, I mean, you know, okay, he, he's he's a little stronger than I thought he was, this Colonel Young. How how do I adapt to him? How do I find the best way to influence him or, or um, you know, uh, get done what I need to get done with him in my way? Or It's such an exciting time because you, you start getting yourself in relation to other people, and you realize that it's collaborative, that it's not... That it's, whole project does not hinge <laughs> yeah. on, on your performance that this is a group and this is a team and mm-hmm. you're part of the team and that's incredibly freeing and, and, and exciting that's my favorite part of being an actor mm-hmm. well yeah i mean you're not, this is i mean sometimes it is a solo but most of the time you are you are working as as an ensemble and de- depending on the episode depending on the scene you know so uh yeah it's it's not all it's not all you <laughs> so the, I, no. I that yeah. would have to be freeing I, I had a teacher at school, and she, you know, and, and her thing, you know, she, just a phrase that I'll never forget is that it's never about you. It's uh, never, right. and, and that, not just in your acting life, not just when you're in the scene, but also, you know, you know, as far as your ego is concerned, when you're working on a project, you know, and you're tired, or, or you, you'd rather play right. rock band. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, know, it's, it's, it, you know, you have to realize, man, this is not about you. You're, you're, you're in a unit. And mm-hmm. and you know you're you're you got to carry your weight, and and um, and other people are going to carry their weight too. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's not about you. You sacrifice yourself so that other people can be as good as they can be. How did this audition process come about? I mean, did you? I mean, you told me some of it beforehand, but uh, let's let's hear it again. I mean, did you send in a tape? Did did you sit in? Were you in front of a casting director? I mean, how did this come about? Well, my my uh, my agent. Um, and my manager are, both have a really good relationship with this guy, Paul Weber, who uh, cast, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he had, he was responsible for helping find the, the series regulars. Um, they have a really good relationship with him. They got a cast breakdown and, uh, and you know, decided, hey, let's put Brian on tape. He might be good for, for um, at the time, I believe the character was Nash. Yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, so we, you know, we put them on tape, and and I think there are even some sides from like an from a Stargate Atlantis script because they didn't have the complete script yet. I don't even know what characters they were, but but they they had us read a scene from there, and you know, I'm going about my business. I'm I think at that point, I just finished a show in here in New York called uh, Three Changes. That was a Nicky Silver play, which was such a trip. He's like my favorite writer. Um, <laughs> And um, and and then at this time I was bartending. I was like, you know, what, oh, geez, what's coming up next? There's nothing on the horizon. And we started getting some nibbles from Paul. You know, Paul was like, you know, he's he's right for this role. He's 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 kind of he's great. So he would send me more scenes. We put those on tape, send it back. Oh, okay. Producers would watch. Cool. And and then you know, before you knew it, I was on a plane on my way out to L.A. for the screen test. And uh, and. 
the rest is history. <laughs> you got the call. How, how long did it take for them to turn around? How many how many auditions did you have to go through? Uh, just it was uh, it was two or three tapings up in my agent's office, and then you know the and then just the the, the one uh, screen test up in L.A. Oh wow, that's fantastic. And it was great because I mean you you walk in the room. And it's like this office, and there's, God, there had to have been, you know, a dozen people there. I think Rob Cooper was there. I know Rob Cooper was there, and um, uh, uh, Brad Wright was there as well, and um, uh, um, uh, Robert Carlyle was there. I get chills when I, when I think of, you know, when I just consider having or getting to do a scene with him. Oh, that's great. I am so in awe of him as an actor. He, I think he's one of the most talented guys in the business and, and what it, what a treat for me to get to work with him. Cool. Um, Good for yeah, you. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. But anyway, you know, we, you do the screen test and um, I believe, you know, I, I did it and it went really well and, you know, casting director came back out and he said, they, did they want to see you one more time? Oh, okay. So I went in, did, went in and did the scenes again and, uh, and, and that was it. And I was, I was on my way back home uh, a couple days later. And then we, we we got the great news. <laughs> we, we got the great news. I mean, my my poor mom. Oh man, she was she was calling me every five minutes. I could hear the the nails grinding beneath her teeth over the phone uh-huh. because she was just so nervous and excited. And um, I mean, this is a big deal for me. You know, I, I've you know, um, not only is it a great concept. The show itself is a great concept and a, and a great project to get to work on. You know, you're 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 talking about a kid here who's just been you know doing the off Broadway New York thing for for a year and a half, and mm-hmm. you know just going going week to week. And and this is just um, this is kind of one of those moments that they talk about in your career where oh yeah, it's a complete life change. It's a life change. It's a, it's a, it's a life change. And I'm and I'm. I'm still walking around in a, in a kind of a daze, and I'm I'm so grateful and so happy. But you know, at the same time, there's a lot of work to do, and um, you can't you can't let this get to your head. Uh-uh. You can't let this um, you know this is this is going to be it's going to be a lot of work, which which to me is the best part. <laughs> when are you heading out? I'm going to head out a uh, week from Friday. Oh wow! Start yeah, getting so get there wardrobe and everything like that. Yeah, you know, I'm going to move into my apartment and uh, and just kind of walk around the city for a couple of days, get my bearings, and you know, like we have a couple of weeks of um, screen tests. You know, looking at makeup, looking at hair, looking at the costumes, um, trying. I think also at some point, you know, um, doing some rehearsals and uh, you know, playing around with some shots and trying to get a, a feel for how this thing is going to live. You know, shot to shot and moment to moment. Which, right. from what I understand, is going to be is going to be very different. Oh, okay. Now, had you seen any Stargate before uh, this casting? I've seen I've seen a couple I've seen a couple episodes of Stargate, and that's uh, and that's it. They're actually going to ship me. Um, I'm waiting for it to get here. Actually, um, uh, you know the Stargate movies. I think Continuum. Okay, and Arc of Truth. In an arc of truth, um, because you know, I, I just wanted to see what the world is. I wanted to see what the. I, I need to know exactly what the, what the start, what SGC is, yes. who these people are, how they're trained, what kind of weapons they use, what the uniforms are. You know, 
that that's that's all really important to me. So so becoming more familiar with the franchise is going to be a part of the research for the role. Have you gotten in touch with any of your fellow actors yet? No, not yet, not yet. Um, I, I think they're arranging a big um, get together. Um, when we all kind of show up that first week there, I think we're all going to go out for dinner and, uh, you know, just get to see each other and be in a room together for the first time, which is always such a cool experience. Well, yeah, you're getting the first vibes as to, as to who's going to click with what. And obviously the writers are all looking for, for, uh, for cues because that's going to inform later episodes and, and in future yeah. seasons. So yeah. you're being watched. Yeah. I, I love that. I love it. Hey, I, I, I don't mind being under the microscope. <laughs> if, it's for the, if it's for the good of the show, I just use me. Use me. Well, you're on, you're on stage. I mean, how much more of a microscope can you have? I mean, that's that. I mean, stage is, is for people who enjoy performing and enjoy being out there. So, yeah, it, I mean, it is. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, talk about, you know, walking a tightrope. I mean, being on stage is, you know, it, it, it's, it's crazy, you know, being a, a theater actor because you have so much control, you know, I, I mm-hmm. just based on, on what I do or how I react, you're, you're able to give focus or take focus. Your mind is so much more active on stage. Not that you're not active in thinking and intelligent when you're on in a TV or film, but, but, you know, it's, it's so funny how so much, so much of the things, that, so many of the things you think about as an actor on stage are actually being taken care of for you by the camera. Just, just, yeah. just the presence of a frame is uh, it does a lot of the work for you. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you do; it all comes down to how the editor cuts it together. You know, yeah. So you may have made a moment and created a, a sequence of of expression, but if the editor doesn't recognize it and plug it in, you're screwed. <laughs> you may go with some other different direction. Yeah, or or they may they may even take a reaction shot. You you might have been reacting to a to a whole different line, and and it just kind of worked better for that moment. So you know, it's I I find that really exciting as an actor because you kind of get to loosen up a little bit, and it's it's not. Um, I mean you you're, you you're always at performance energy, but you give the work away a lot more. Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. about there's there's more a little more freedom, I think. I'm 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 really jazzed about that. The franchise aspect, the 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 entity that is Stargate, does that spook you at all, or are you just going to jump into the water and get swept away? Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> At this point, ignorance is bliss <laughs> because I, you know, the more I hear, you know, I'm starting to I'm starting to understand how amazing and passionate the fans are, and yeah. at the same time, I, I I am aware of the fact that we're that were hot on the heels of a show that a lot of people liked that, that was canceled. I can't let it get to me because, you know, or that kind of a pressure because, you know, when, when the director calls action, that, yeah. that doesn't, it just doesn't help. Yeah. Nor really should you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll learn a lot more about it, but the most important thing really is just doing good work. And I think uh, if the work is good, and if we're telling a great story in a mm-hmm. in a way that's got a lot of integrity, I think that the people will watch and appreciate what we're trying to do. And um, and and if if they're so upset about a show being canceled that they can't watch it, well, I mean, we can't we couldn't have reached those people anyway. Yeah, well, well that's you can't do anything about that, you know. And and to Atlantis's credit, it is not done. 
It's got DVD movies. So always keep that in mind. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, geez, I mean, we might be talking five years from now, you know, Stargate Universe is getting canceled. And... <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's the way this business is. Yeah. That, 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 that's the life, you know, we all lead as actors. And, yeah. And um, I mean, I, I'm glad that those Atlanta actors all got you know, a great job to go through to, you know, go get to shoot yeah. those films. Um, you know, for me, I mean, I, I completely empathize though, because again, as a theater actor, I mean, you're, you're hoping week to week that that check is coming in and you, you hear one week that you don't get to show up to work the next week. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a, it, it's a devastating, devastating piece of news, especially when you're relying on that paycheck to pay your rent. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do understand. I, I do understand. It's, it's a this is a brutal, brutal business. But you know that's part of why we do it because it keeps it exciting. <laughs> that's exactly right. You know, I I've talked with uh, I've I've talked with a number of actors. I've done over a hundred interviews in this particular franchise, and there are there are some actors who enjoy the 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 uh, not knowing what's coming. And not knowing yeah. from week to week, and then there are producers who said, "I tried acting, and that's why I'm a producer now because I couldn't stand not <laughs> yeah. knowing." Yeah, yeah, it's all that uncertainty, which you know, I mean, the the payoff is that you your the good moments are really, really great. The payoff is really amazing, and and but you also sacrifice a little bit. You you know, the, the uncertainty can be very. Very stressful, but I'm not the kind of person that can that can work in an office, and I, I yeah. couldn't even bartend. I was a terrible bartender because <laughs> I, just, I just got bored doing the same thing for for six hours. Well, you won't get bored on set, that's for sure. But I, you know, I'm, I'm bring it on. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people say that when they do series television, they have to put their life on hold because you know, it yep. absolutely sucks you up. It sucks up every bit of time that you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. You know, I'm I'm in a time in my life right now where, I mean, I, everything I got is going into, uh, you know, not not just into my career per se, but uh-huh. but doing doing the things that I need to do to to grow as an actor. And and I think you know something that I wanted to do was to spend as much time as I possibly could in front of the camera, yeah. in front of a crew on set on on a on a TV or a film set. Yeah. You know, a whole new great set of skills and and I think it's 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 kind of the last company experience we have. We don't really have theater companies anymore. This is an opportunity to be really be part of an ensemble for for hopefully a couple of years. And, and yeah. you grow more as an actor in those circumstances. And I'm I that's I that's the most exciting part of this whole thing for me is, is just the possibility of of the growth. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're young. You know, we haven't had to make that many compromises in our lives yet. You know, so no. so put our put put life on hold. You know, and let's let's uh, let's do something extraordinary for a couple of years. You know. Yeah. Although the only thing is, is I really do wish I could get a dog. I <laughs> I really I really 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 re- I mean, we grew up with dogs, and I I I I don't know how I've how I've gone the past like. You know, six years of my life without a dog. You can get a dog, Brian. Maybe I could. I don't know. But the thing is, too, is you know, coming back to New York when the when the year's up, and um, 
I don't know. It's, it's definitely something to think about, and I'm sure I'm going to get up there and get really tempted. <laughs> Tori Higginson, who played Dr. Elizabeth Weir on Atlantis for years, her dog yeah. was around so much, they made it a character on the show. You know, okay, I think you, I think you pushed me. <laughs> you definitely pushed me over the edge. Oh, damn it. Okay, okay. You know what? I, I, have, I have no excuse. I have no excuses anymore. I'm thinking about a beagle. Well, the thing is they, they bark a lot. They, they bark kind of... a lot. That's yeah, right. I, I, I was, I'm, I'm kind of caught between a beagle and, um, and a Yorkie. Okay. Um, and I, I – oh, shoot. There was another kind out there. I mean, ideally, I would get a golden retriever. I mean, oh, that, I that's know. My, that's my dream, my dream dog. Maybe, maybe if we go into a second season, maybe that will be my treat for myself. Oh my God! My, I, you know, if, if my landlords complain, I'm just going to blame it on David Reed. That's right. <laughs> Are you going into a place that allows pets? Um, I. Oh, that's a good point. In, in New York, I, I could sneak it in because I know there are other people here that have that have dogs here in my building, which is like a thousand years old. <laughs> in Vancouver, I'm pretty. I, I we could work it out. Surely. <laughs> I'm really excited about the Sky Train. Yes, I wrote on it once. It is crazy. Just you, you like it now. You like it now. But when you get to set and you realize that it goes over every five minutes, you're going to be giving the Sky Train the finger. Is it loud? I cannot tell you how many interviews I have held in the in the lunch tent outside where we have to pause as the Sky Train trumbles over, and then we go back into the piece. The place I'm staying at is, is, is just a couple blocks away from the Sky Train, and I was hoping for like the first couple months to, uh, uh, I was you know going to hold off on getting a car, mm-hmm. so I could take the Sky Train in and to uh, and to work with my with now with my with my dog on my lap. Do they do That's they let right. dog Sky Train? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to go online and check that out. Don't okay. know. I've heard that there's a really great paintball scene up in up in Vancouver. Yeah, I, I was talking to Tanya, and she was saying that, that there's just, like, amazing paintball fields, like, about 20 minutes right outside the city. Are you a big Even player? Left. When I was I, I was shooting a film in New Mexico, and, like, every that I could get away, I, I was up there in one of those paintball fields, either with the crew <laughs> or, or wow. by myself. Cool. Love Do you have it. a whole set of armor and a, your own gun and everything? No, I just rented it when I when I went there. But maybe I'll maybe I'll get some of my own. You know, <laughs> maybe what they can do is they can uh, they can like maybe the costume department can make me like a, a Stargate uniform. <laughs> for people. I was thinking more along the lines of you start your own league on the back lot or something like that <laughs> on the effects studio. You know, we'll just have to watch out for the dogs. That's exactly right. <laughs> so I, I, we were talking earlier. You said. Um, you said you got the script, and you, you 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 mentioned some impressions from reading the script. Reiterate that, please. I, I was perfectly content, you know, here in New York, you know, doing the. It, it's hard. New York is, you know, not an easy place. Don't get me wrong, but I, I was, you know, I kind of liked my life. You know, I was doing off Broadway shows, working with new writers on exciting, you know, new American plays and mm-hmm. you know some classic American plays, and I was like, this is this is what I was supposed to be doing as an actor. Um, I feel really comfortable and, and satisfied doing this. And then, you know, my agent was like, hey, look, we got this uh, script from a sci-fi show and we want to put you on tape for it. We think you're great for the role. And, you know, initially there was 
some reservation because, you know, again, I, I don't have, I don't watch TV, um, yeah. which is, it's kind of a shameful thing to say as an actor. No, no, it's not. It's not. You're, you're all, you're in front of the camera. You're not sitting down watching the television. Okay. Good point. Good point. Yes. I'll take that. <laughs> you, you win, you win, you win. Um, but you know, I don't, I, I, again, I got the TV. I got like my 18 inch Zenith from like 1998 with the foil on the tip. <laughs> you know, I, I had never seen anything on the sci-fi network before. You know, I had an idea in my head of what, you know, a sci-fi show was, and I was just immediately like, no, I'm, I'm not interested, I'm not interested. And my agent was like, and my manager, too, they're like, read the script. Yeah. Read. Yeah, put your script. nerd inhibitions aside, you know, and, and watch yeah. this. Well, uh, but also, I do, I, there is my inner nerd. I mean, I grew up, I was a huge, huge Trekkie. My dad um, worked at the Plano, Texas Convention Center. He still works there, and they would have the big Star Trek <laughs> conventions for North Texas. Oh, sweet. So, so you would go? Would you get free tickets? I would go. He would take me behind the scenes, and there was Geordi, there was uh, Worf, there was oh, Data. Oh, man. There was uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Engage. Oh, I got to meet him. Yeah, I was deep into it. But, you know, that, that was that was my inner nerd okay. <laughs> growing Sweet. up. And I actually, I, I did hide it from all my friends in high school because I'm sure if they knew, not high school, this was like middle school, actually. I think it was oh, like, okay. I think it was like 12, 12 13. Oh, okay. Um, Sweet. Around high school, I just got a little bit too interested in girls to even care about there you go. all the other stuff. I was a major Trekkie. I was a major Trekkie. And I think my favorite character was, were the Romulans. Oh, really? Pointed ears. Yeah, they, they were the best. But anyway, anyway, um, I, where script. was I? I was talking about the script. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. My agent was like, read the script. Just just read it. Trust me on this. And, you know, again, my agent's a guy who reads hundreds of scripts a month, if wow. not a week. I mean, um, you know, he's a very, very knowledgeable about the business. My manager, same thing. I mean, these are two very business industry savvy guys. Read the script, they're telling me. Mm. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I read the script and I called them like right afterwards and I was like, I, I, yeah, I want to do this. Oh, good. I definitely want to do this. My God, it was so funny. You know, I, I read. I've, I've, I've read pretty far, well, I, I think like four episodes into the season so far, and uh -huh. um, I think of them are still, you know, writers' drafts, they're going to change. But man, you know, the first time I read them all through, I cried. I know that sounds really dorky and, and, and silly, but it was so exciting to, to read that. And, and this was after I got cast, right? And I, and I it was so exciting to read that and go, my God, I'm going to get to say those words. I'm going to get to, to be on that ship, you know, I'm going to yeah, be the in destiny. situations, you know, it, it was so, so exciting. And I'm, I am so impressed with the writers with what they've been able to do with, with all these, all these characters. It's been, and, and even with, with, uh, with Matthew Scott, um, I mean, they, they really, there's some, there's some definite curveballs in there. He's, he was not who I thought he was initially. I think he's a real special character. I, I, he, he's really starting to mean a lot to me. Mm. You you said earlier how surprised you were at how well written the the the, the story was. Well, dialogue too. I mean, and not not just the story. I mean, just, again, the plotting of it. I, I have I have no idea how these people get in a room and they're able to 
juggle different plot lines, how they're able to set things up in a way that it's going to work four, five, uh-huh. six, a hundred episodes down the line. I mean, the concept itself allows for an incredible amount of longevity. Sweet. Um, and, and it's also just exciting. It's just, it's, it's the kind of thing you, you know, you want to watch They're, you know, you can, and also the people they put in there, these are, none of them are heroes. They're all, you know, they've all got flaws. They've all got, um, you know, something that they're up against. And these, mm-hmm. these aren't going to be a bunch of people who just, you know, oh, this was tense for a little bit, but we took care of it. There's going to be, <laughs> they're, they're, they're in every episode for every mistake it's made. There's, there's a price. Wow. And, and I think the TV loses that sometimes. I think sometimes, you know, the, the, the central characters are heroes and they, they overcome every obstacle you know, life isn't like that, and frankly, I'm not interested. No. Yes, I, I want to see something fantastical, but I also want to see something that makes sense, you know? Makes, that makes sense. And, 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 that's, and, and that's, how you, that's how characters grab you, is when you're able to see yourself mm-hmm. um, in these people. And I think everyone's going to see themselves in, in at least one of these characters. Maybe they'll see themselves in combinations of these characters, but, but, but there are repercussions and mistakes are made, and, and people pay a price. That's great. And, uh, and I think that's, that's huge. And I think for me as an actor, that's huge, because otherwise there's no stakes. You know, if you go into every single situation knowing that you're going to prevail, then what's, you know, then why? What's why the journey worth, you know? Why take yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it's exci- that's why it's so exciting to watch, you know, someone in a circus on a high wire. Are they going to fall? <laughs> oh, my God, they almost fell, you know? Because the risk is real. The risk is, is present. I think that's why more people would rather watch sports than they would scripted television. Mm-hmm. You know? Spontaneity, the, you mean? Well, not, but the spontaneity comes from a human being dealing with um, a constant <laughs> crisis that requires their full attention. That's definitely, that's definitely present, I think, in the writing, which, which is such a gift. It's great. Well, you know, I like I told you earlier, I was I was certainly cautiously optimistic about this new series, but uh, you know, I've um, I am looking honestly um, m- looking f- more forward to universe than I was before this call. So, um, oh, that's awesome. That is that that's is a gift awesome. that you've given me, and I appreciate that because um, as as a, a long term Stargate fan, I think it's important to be re energized uh, every once in a while. Because uh, you you go along and you say, well, when are they going to do something new here? We've 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 run and gun through this corridor how many times before? We've we've had these conversations with these characters how many times? You know, I I want to I want to switch it off. I want to find something else. And uh, and I think universe is going to be that something else. Yeah, I I think you're right, and it's still going to be Stargate. I mean, this is not going to be. Um it's not going to suddenly turn into a different show. I mean, you still got Brad and Rob at the helm. You still got people like Joe um, writing for the series. But, but I think the difference is, is that they're challenged and they're re-energized because they're mm-hmm. doing something. They're doing something that's new. And you know what? That's when some of the best work happens. When you're really, really challenging yourself. And, and I think that's. I think that tension is going to really create some great work. Wormhole disengaged.